Hi there, welcome back to another episode of the Rest Based Weight Loss Podcast series. In this episode, we are going to continue the conversation of weight loss for body types. So if you listened to the last few episodes, then I kicked off this series with just talking about not connecting the motivation for you to actually stay consistent with your weight loss routine to the numbers. Um, Why connecting your motivation to the numbers will lead to lack of sustainability, will lead to frustration and discouragement because when you begin a weight loss journey, your numbers are going to go up and down. They're not going to be linear. I remember uh, several months ago, a couple months ago, doing a podcast episode slash Facebook Live about a woman in an article I read um, who lost like I forgot how much the article said she lost, like 60 pounds or something. And she transformed her body to being, you know, overweight to like a really muscular, really strong, really lean, fit, toned, all of those things. And when you, (laughs) I believe that when we, that when I calculated out like her starting weight to her ending weight two weeks later and comparing like her before and after photos, I believe that the average amount of weight that she lost every month for those two years was like a pound, like a pound a month, (laughs) like a pound a month or something like crazy like that. Um, Like, oh, you know, an average of like a pound a month over the course of, you know, maybe it was four, I think it was like four years. I think, I think that's what it was. Um, like a pound a month over four years. Can you imagine, like, can you imagine just working your tail off for four years and only losing a pound a month? But if you looked at her before and after photos, her body was completely changed, completely transformed. So that's, that's the, where I was coming from when I was talking about not connecting your motivation to the numbers because the numbers will fail you every time (laughs) they might get you motivated sometimes and and you know for a little bit but even if you start losing a consistent amount of weight uh, as you get closer and closer to your goal weight what's going to start highlighting and elevating in your brain uh, is still how far you have left to go what's going to highlight and elevate and start uh, highlighting in your brain and start magnifying when you look at yourself in the mirror are the are the parts of your body that you still want to change And so that's why, you know, in the first episode, I was like, don't do that. Just focus on the fact that you're getting healthier. Focus on the fact that you're treating your body well, yada, yada. And then in the second episode, I went to then if you must weigh and you must measure, first of all, make sure that the step number one is making sure that you find the strategy that fits you, that fits your body type, that fits your body shape. Make sure that you have and set realistic expectations for what your body can look like based on, uh, based on the type of the body shape that you have right now. Or if you're going to, if you're going to measure your numbers, if you're going to measure weight loss and you're going to measure your numbers, then depending on your body type, it might be uh, better for you to measure with a tape measure instead of weigh or vice versa. Some body types, it might be better for you to weigh yourself rather than measure. Like you won't see any measurement maybe on the tape measure for a long time, but you may start seeing some numbers on the scale, vice versa. So that fed into yesterday's episode. Then what we talked about, okay, so we're talking about body types now. Let's, let's look at um, the, the apple body shape. 
And let's look at, you know, weight loss for apple shapes. In yesterday's episode, I talked about the fact that if you are in apple shape, if you carry the your the majority of your weight in your upper body above your waist, then you are more than likely an apple shape or like a triangle shape and your hormones are set up your your hormones are different you have a different a distribution of hormones than women with uh with pear shapes or with hourglass shapes so you produce a little bit more testosterone than other women which is not we all all women produce at least a little bit of testosterone um, but apple shapes produce a little bit more uh, and that's where you get like kind of your broad shoulders from and, and sort of your, your, um, you know, your big, like carrying your weight in your upper body and then maybe the more narrow waist and like the, the narrow waist, maybe the, the legs, maybe stronger legs and muscular legs. Okay. That's because you, you produce a little bit more testosterone. And so with testosterone, um, with testosterone, when testosterone is activated during exercise, testosterone will lead to muscle gain, okay? However, so it'll lead to muscle gain, and as you continue to gain muscle while you're exercising, your weight is not going to change. You know, it, it, you, you might be burning fat, but if you are also building muscle, then the, the weight gain is just going to, it's going to nullify itself or the weight loss is going to nullify itself rather. So that's number one. You guys are very, I'm generalizing, but for the most part, at least from, you know, the women that I've seen, the apple shapes that I've seen, you guys are really strong. Okay. You guys can really kill it in the gym. Um, but because of that, I, I feel like you guys focus so much more on what you can control, which is exercise, which is your ability to get fit and get in shape. But, you know, as you're exercising, because of your testosterone, you're building more muscle, which is great. However, that same intensity of exercise is also elevating stress, which stress, when stress, when you have stress, then cortisol is released. And when you release cortisol and you combine that with the fact that uh, your insulin, that your insulin is spiking and being released based on your diet when it comes to sugar, carbs and starches and those things, uh, then insulin plus cortisol equals belly fat. So now you're in this cycle of exercising, trying to diet, but not really being able to get your insulin levels right, and you're not seeing many, uh, very many changes in your body shape or on the scale, okay? So for you guys yesterday, I said that the key for you is rest and relaxation. You have to learn how to live a life of rest. You have to learn how to live a life where you're not always constantly like moving on to the next thing and involving yourself in the next thing. You have to learn how to relax and learn how to chill and live a life. Uh, it's a lifestyle. Relaxation is a lifestyle. You have to learn how to live a relaxation lifestyle. And then after you learn how to do that and you implement that into your daily life, then you can, you know, try to find and incorporate the weight loss strategy that fits sort of your hormone, your hormonal makeup. Okay. So today I want to continue the conversation and I want to address those of you that carry your weight, um, in your lower half that carry your weight in the bottom. But before I jump into that, um, just in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban and you're, (laughs) 
if this is your first time listening, I'm sure you're like, okay, thank you. And who are you? Um, so I'm a certified nutrition consultant. I'm a lifestyle coach. I'm a stress management coach. And I am, my story is that I struggled with my weight off and on for about eight years in between my pregnancies. And I'm someone who tried all the things. I tried all the things. I did all the things. I tried everything possible. Um, I, I did, I mean, I did everything. I bought all of the latest and greatest weight loss programs, tried all the latest and greatest diets and cleanses and detoxes and teas and all of those things. Um, my library of workout DVDs at home stacked, uh, the amount of money that I spent on gym memberships and personal trainers, you could stack that up the roof and I could never sustain, I could never sustain any of the results that I achieved and that's because there were some other things I didn't know at the time but there were some other things going on inside of me that were constantly causing me to go backwards so once I shifted five years ago once I shifted my focus from just like losing weight and changing my body to trying to transform my health because I was getting sick and I saw that I was on my way to contracting uh, some of the metabolic diseases that ran in my family, I decided that I had to change my life for the sake of my health. And once I did that, it's really interesting how your search for what works shifts when your mindset and your motivation shifts. Very interesting because within a week or two after making the shift in that mindset, I, I found a strategy that allowed me to lose all the weight that I wanted to lose, build the body that I always wanted to build in the span of like, you know, an average, like five months. And it's been five years since that happened. And I haven't gained back a single pound. My body has, I've been able to maintain that change. And that was after eight years of, uh, of, gaining and losing and gaining and losing and gaining and losing and never being able to sustain. Not only have I been able to sustain those results for the past five years, my entire life is completely different than it was when I started this journey five years ago. I mentioned in a couple episodes ago that I used to like, I used to ridicule people that like ate healthy. I used to ridicule people that were like, oh, you know, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I bought this, but it's low fat or yeah, I'm counting calories or, you know, I used to just like, yeah, I was so mean. I used to ridicule them. And now I am totally one of those people. One of my, uh, one of my coworkers, uh, is bringing donuts to the office tomorrow and sent out a message to all of us. And, you know, was like, you know, what kind of donuts, what kind of donuts should I pick up tomorrow? And I was like, vegan donuts (laughs) like now I'm that person that makes those that makes the that makes those jokes and somebody's like oh we're gonna go out for dinner anything in particular yeah I would love you know any place that sells really great like gluten-free dairy-free soy-free uh vegan you know (laughs) wheat-free (laughs) peanut-free that's totally me like I am that person now um, just my whole entire, the way that I look, even, you know, the foods that I, that I put in my body that I choose not to like slowly, but surely giving up things that I probably didn't even have to give up for the sake of my weight, but just because I'm so much more focused on my health and I'm slowly, but surely like working my way to, yeah, I want to be one of those people that like eats all organic, non-allergen, super clean. I mean, if I can go as far as owning my own land, 
raising my own grass-fed cows like and you know my own grain-fed chickens like milking my own cows and having my own goats I mean literally if I had the opportunity to go all the way there in my dreams like uh, in my imagination that's totally where I would go like that's where I'm shifting to so point being my whole entire my whole entire lifestyle has shifted I would encourage you to follow and to subscribe I'm not going to bring you on the journey that led me specifically to where I am with my lifestyle today but at at the very least I learned a lot about why a lot of these popular weight loss strategies don't work for everyone I learned a lot about that in the time that I went through my own journey and in the time also that I um that I that I decided to become a weight loss coach so I can teach others so definitely subscribe definitely follow okay um because this may just be for you if you tried everything and nothing's working so let's talk about just really briefly I'll talk let's talk about uh, those of you that are hourglass shapes you carry your weight in your lower body okay there there are two sections of you here so there's a section of you that is that's your kind of you're not very big around the middle. Um, like you don't usually store a lot of fat around the middle, but you do have, you have um, junk in the trunk, okay? You're very curvy. Um, you carry a lot of weight, like a lot of stubborn fat, maybe in what's called like the saddlebag area. Somebody was like, I don't like that word. That word sounds negative. I don't like the word saddlebag. It's like, okay, so I won't use saddlebag. But um, like the fat kind of pockets on the outsides of the thighs um, that extend, you know, below the hips. So you carry weight there, inner thigh fat. You carry thigh, you you carry weight in your inner thighs. Um, You have, you know, you carry fat in, in your glutes. So you have big back porch back there, okay? Uh, carry a lot of weight down around your quads. Um, so so you're, you're lower body heavy. You may not have up top. You may or may not have up top. Uh, you, uh, you may, you'll probably have, you may have like some back fat, right? Some rolls in the back, perhaps, perhaps not. Um, but you're, you're an hourglass. You're a figure eight. You carry your weight down in your lower body. I want to let you know that uh, kind of going back to the episode from earlier this week, that your weight loss journey should not be dependent on the number that you get down to on the scale. I don't believe that you should set a weight a weight goal. I believe that you should set a range, a weight range that you want to stay within, that you want to fall within, based on your height and your age, um, and sort of where, what you feel like a healthy weight would be. Not not a vanity not a vanity weight range. And please remind me to mention this before I go. So the vanity weight range would be you're like 5'9", and you want to get down to 130, 35 pounds. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, no. You're too tall for that. And 50 years ago, your 5'9 height you would have been perfectly fine sitting at 150, 155, okay? Especially if you carry in your lower body. 150, 155 would be perfect for you. But now because we're living in this age of like, our, because our, our mindset about body image has shifted, we all want to get to be, we all want to be 10 to 15 pounds lower than we have to be. So uh, don't set a, a goal weight range, 
based on your vanity, like vanity pounds. Set the set it on realistic, like a realistic, healthy range for you to be at. Because I want to tell you something. If you go the route of transforming your body composition as opposed to just trying to get down to a number on the scale, what do I mean by that? If you focus on burning fat and building muscle, okay, and building more, um, uh, building more uh, of an athletic kind of figure as opposed to just, you know, getting skinny and losing weight, then you're going to look like you can build a body that looks like you weigh your vanity weight when actually you'll be 10 to 15 pounds heavier than that because of the muscle that you've built and the muscle that you've developed. Okay. So for you, don't focus on the pounds. Like for you, don't focus on the weight loss you need to be measuring your inches. And what you want to do is you want to make sure that your inches, you want to make sure that your, um, you want to make sure that you're living and focusing on a lifestyle that burns fat and maintains as much muscle as possible. All you have to do is burn off the layers of fat that are on top of your muscle and, and you'll be fine. So what does that look like? I'll tell you what that doesn't look like. It doesn't look like you doing cardio. Like any of the traditional, most like popular weight loss strategies that are out there, that's, that's like, don't do that. That's not for you, okay? That will make, you'll, what, what's gonna happen is you're going to lose weight in areas where you easily let go of fat, like in your boobs, you know what I mean? Like it around your bust. But the places that you carry your weight the most, like in your thighs, and um in your backside because those are going to burn fat so much slower your 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 weight loss and your fat loss is going to become disproportionate and it's going to look like your bottom half is getting bigger while your top half is shrink is shrinking so if you carry weight in your lower body and you follow the standard like weight loss protocols that's what's going to happen with you so what you want to do is you want to focus on overall fat loss distribution not through like traditional dieting and like cardio and stuff like that but through high intensity interval training with heavy weights and then you want to focus very specifically on portion control very minimal carbohydrate intake, just enough carbohydrates just to get you by. But you want to focus more so on portion control and fueling your body with uh, more protein, vegetables, and healthy fats. Okay? Very short, high-intensity interval training with, with heavy weights, not long cardio duration, like none of that. And then you just keep going. Weigh, uh, measure yourself. Take your measurements once every two weeks just to see if, you, if there's any movement on the tape measure. Where you can measure to get the most accurate depiction of whether or not you're burning fat overall is around, is around your waist. Um, one of the things that I'm having my ladies do in my weight loss group is we're measuring right underneath the uh, bust area that area if that area is shrinking as you're doing your your weight loss as you're you know exercising and eating for fat loss if that area just below your bust in the narrowest part of where of the narrowest part of your rib cage if that area is shrinking then you're on the right track and at that point you just keep going 
Now, it'll take you years to get down to where you want to be. It'll take you years. So if you can just set your mind on that and not look to, you know, oh, I just in six months, you know, three months, I want to do this, this for 12 weeks, six month program, this 90 day program. No, go ahead and commit yourself to about a two to three year program. Okay. But I promise you, if you just do that and you stay consistent and just keep doing that for two to three years, you'll get down to exactly where you want to be. I promise. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm sorry I ran over. We'll continue this conversation. There are a couple things that I want to wrap up with, with this series for tomorrow. Um, And then next week, we'll start a brand new series, okay? This was another episode of the Rest Based Weight Loss podcast series. Once again, I'm your host, Lene Urban, and I can't wait to talk to you next time.